Now that was just pretty, wasn't it? That was that was quite great. I really enjoyed those sounds. Those are by Englewood. He's a good friend of mine. Really great chap, you know. Came from the right side of the Queensland. And uh, yeah, here we are. The first solo episode of Young Daddy. Woo! You guys were requesting it. Here it is, you know. I got messages this week about how much you guys enjoyed that episode with Tiago. I'm glad you did. I fucking love that guy. He is consistently... One of the funniest people I know. And uh, I realized something about chemistry when you're speaking with somebody like in a setting. If you actually think somebody is genuinely funny and you're interested in what they have to say, it makes listening so easy to them, you know. And that way you, you don't have to pretend like you're listening or think about the next thing you're going to say. You're truly engaged in a conversation. And uh, that's something I'm looking for in a wife. I'm going to put a wig on Tiago and uh, steal him away from his marriage. So if you're listening, Tiago, prepare yourself. Um, it's good to be here. I guess I don't have to say that because I'm in a studio by myself. And uh, yeah, you know, but um, it's been a good week. It's Thursday as you're listening to this. It's right before Friday. You know, Thursday is one of the best days of the week. Very underrated day because I, f I feel like. The, the secret is people stop giving a shit about the week on Thursday. On Sunday, you're afraid of the week. Monday, you're fucking stressed out about the rest of the week. Tuesday, you're getting a little warmer. You're settling in. Wednesday, you're like, okay, this week was fine. I got through it. And bam, once Thursday hits, the gloves are off. You're doing fucking vodka at happy hour. It's great, you know? That's why I think people enjoy a good Thursday. But uh, we got some great viewer questions today. I posted on the Instagram saying to send in some viewer questions or ask for advice. And I got to say, you guys really came through on this one. There's some exciting ones in here. And uh, I'm going to go through them with you in a second. It's been a pretty good week for me. I'm about to start doing yoga. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty embarrassed about this. But you know what? It looks like fun. All these guys with man buns and six packs are doing fucking yoga. You know, every one of them. I watched this, this douchebag model's YouTube video about how he gets into such sick, sick shape. He's like, oh, I don't even exercise. All I do is do yoga and jerk off bottles of perfect semen. And that's it. It's like, you know, some people just have this fucking miraculous head start on everything. But he's like, yeah, I just wake up and I do a little stretch. And that's how I just make sure I have a blowjob every night. It's pretty, it's unbelievable how these, how these guys are living, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, starting to do a little yoga. I got to go get a mat. I'm in, uh, but I'm like, I don't even know where you buy a mat. I don't know where you get a yoga mat, and I don't want to ask my friends who would know because I don't want them to think I'm going through something, you know? People only do yoga and start getting into shape once things are going bad. Nobody's ever like, you know what? My life is going great. I'm going to hit the gym now. No, it's either you just got out of a divorce, you accidentally backed over your kid in the driveway. Like, something horrible has to happen for you to lift weights. <laughs> I think that's how it always is. But yeah, going to start doing yoga, growing the hair out, you know? You guys have probably been paying attention on Instagram. Been hitting the gym every goddamn day, because I met with this uh, the good a good friend of mine is an agent, and he was like, he's like, listen, man, you have so much free time. Go to the gym an hour a day. It's gonna it's only gonna help you. So, been doing that. Basically, an, an agent told me I was fat. So, that's what I'm coping with. Um, but yeah, <laughs> back to the questions. Um, we can start off here. This is these are all from Instagram for the most part. 
and uh, I, I like this one. This is from Jamie the Sunseeker on Instagram. How do you get a dude to not just have porno sex and calm the f down? I feel like a lot of women have to deal with this question. You know what I mean? Because I I've had girls tell me like, oh my god, like this guy he couldn't make me come. Like he just kept just jamming his fingers into me, and it was just so aggressive. And he he thought he was in a porno, and it's. Here's the thing. You should not learn how to have sex through porn. And I think that's what a lot of men do is they watch porn and then they're like, all right, I'm just going to apply that to, you know, I'm just going to right off the top. No foreplay, nothing. Let's just fuck as hard as we can. That is not the way to go. Okay. Foreplay almost is the sex. If you ask me, you know, that's what uh, any former fat kid knows that you got to learn how to eat pussy. Um, But yeah, it's. I've never, I, I feel like porn should be used to inspire and compliment sex. You know what I mean? Like you should see something and be like, huh, that could be fun to try and incorporate, you know, like handcuffing or tying her hands behind her back, getting a milking table if you're feeling exotic and she has an extra seventy nine ninety nine on Amazon, you know, those are all ways to go. But if, if any dude out there is just watching porn and being like, yeah, I'm going to fuck her like that, like. There's certain things that are hot for women in porn. Like if you pick a girl up, you know, like if you pick up a girl and throw her legs like around you and then you press her up against a wall and have sex with her that way. Now, that's a porn move that you got to apply to your life. If you can do it, if you got the strength, you know, your girl's not too heavy. You should do it. It's a great time. And uh, I remember the first time I ever did that. I was like so impressed with myself that I said to her, I was like, have you ever had sex like this before? And she was like, no. And I was like. This is awesome. And she's like, please stop talking. Just keep keep doing what you're doing. I was like, okay, all right. You know, but uh, if your guy is doing that or you're hooking up with a guy who's just going full fucking porn mode, just tell him. Be like, hey, dude, just put your hand on his chest and be like, listen, buddy, you should sit down. Let's talk because what the fuck you're doing, not what I need. Okay. Tell him what you like. Be like, I really like to slow down. I want you to listen to me. See what I like, see what I don't like, you know, this, you know, just tell them the reason men probably do it is because they're worried. They're probably afraid of being a bad fuck. So they're like, okay, I'm just going to do what I saw, you know, two tone Malone or James Dean or too many porn stars that I know by name do (laughs) in the videos, you know, so just calm them down be like, hey, man. Let's not be stressed about this. Let's just enjoy this and be comfortable. Light a candle. Slow things down, you know? If he sees a candle lit, he's probably going to slow down a little bit. Do that. Or just grab his hand and sh- or, or, or like just show him what you like on yourself. Be like, I want you to just watch me for a second. Take care of yourself and hopefully apply some of that. Or take his hand and help him out with that, you know? That's, uh, that's always a good... like. With me, first time sex is like the most uncomfortable sex I ever have because I'm like, I'm like, sh- I can be shy sexually. I don't just want to fuck whoever, you know, I'm not one of those guys. It's like, oh, like I, I just want to, oh, you know, I just need some big tits now. I'm, you know, that's not me. I like to kind of form a connection. It's more fun for me that way. So he's probably nervous, you know, slow him down. That's what I think you should do. But if you, I also think women in general, like you guys are a, I ask women all the time during sex, like, what do you like? What do you enjoy? You know, what makes you come? And a lot of the times they're like, they don't have an answer, you know, especially like a young chick. Like if you, if you ask a girl who's like in her early twenties, like, 
what do you like, you know, to come? She'd be like, I, I, I don't know. If you ask a woman in her 40s, you're like, what do you like? She's like, I, just grab that hammer over there and hit me with it right in the clit. <laughs> if you do that enough times, I'll come everywhere. That's like, <laughs> you know, they know their bodies better. So learn what you like. Communicate. It's, sex is all about communication, you know. Call them during it. You know, mix things up. You get a heavy cell phone bill, but it's worth it, you know. Um, here's another one from Fines or Finesse. I'm going to butcher all these goddamn names. I, I hand wrote them on paper, and my handwriting's not amazing. Uh, P-H-I-N-E-S-S. I don't know if that's Finesse or fine. What the fuck ever. Um, she asks, texting guys first, good or no? I should have probably opened with this question. I just went straight into hammering clits instead of, like, the easy ones. Um, I, uh, I, I don't know. I think it doesn't matter if the guy likes you. I think that's ultimately the biggest thing. If the guy likes you, I don't think he's really going to care. But don't make – one of the biggest rules of dating when it's starting out is don't make yourself too available because everybody likes to feel like they're chasing or accomplishing something. And, you know, like you don't want things to be easy. If something's easy, you don't want it. I think that goes for most things in life. So, you know, send them a text. Be like, uh, hey – I was thinking maybe we should grab a drink. Just leave it like that. Leave it ambiguous. The vaguer you are, the more distant you are, you know, the better it might go. Because if, if you just text a guy right away and be like, hey, I have a six-month plan for you. It starts with tonight. We grab wine. We hold hands. We make out. Tomorrow, I might let you touch me through my panties. Week three, I introduce you to grandma. We won't tell her about the other parts. Like, you don't, a guy, nobody wants to see the end of anything when they start something. You know what I mean? That's like a terrifying feeling to like, you start dating a girl and then you just see what's going to happen with you guys or like you start a job and you're like, oh, my God, I, I know I'm going to be here when I'm 50. Like that's a nightmare. So keep things exciting. Keep things mysterious. But I don't think it's a problem to text guys first. Just uh, if you are going to text a guy first, I would try not to be like come off as too excited. You know, play it cool. Because I think that's the one thing that can kill it for me. If a girl's like, oh, my God, hey, it was so amazing to meet you. I really want to see you again. Because then I'm like, OK, well, I already won now. There's no game here. You know what I mean? There's no challenge. She just, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, it doesn't spark anything in your brain. You know what I mean? So text the guy first. Do it the right way. Let's see. Uh, this is from Danielle Van K. Why does dating in the city always end up in a guy ghosting a girl? I don't think that's a city thing. I mean, I think, like, I live in New York. People date very quickly here. There's not that many long-term relationships that I know of. You know, but I, I think that might just be the truth everywhere. And I think if you live in a city, you're more likely to ghost somebody because you'll probably never run into that person again. Whereas like if you live in like the small town I grew up in, you can't just ghost somebody because you're going to see him three days later at the fucking grocery store. You know, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, my uh, yeah, I didn't have signal for the last three days. And she's like, I, you accidentally posted a dick pic to Snapchat. What are you talking? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I was, you know, I was trying to take that down. It was a, it was a crazy week, Carol. OK, what do you want me to tell you? I think that's why in a bigger place, you're just less likely to run into people as, uh, you know, so I think, but I think most people are just ghosting nowadays. It's become an accepted form of just ending contact with people. I don't know. I think maybe we're all fucking too quickly and ghosting is the result of that. That's what's happening. We're just getting everything we want too fast and there's no spark and there's no excitement. And you're like, oh, I already had this, you know, you got to keep that mystery alive that we were talking about, you know? Don't let him see your butthole until four weeks in. That'll change things, you know? Then he's going to really see a ghost. 
don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> here's a question from Madison Galello. What do you look for in a girl specifically in bed? <sighs> That's a tough one. Um, I just feel like when it comes to, I like how high up my voice went. I just think when it comes, I just think it's trust and understand. No, um, I do think when it comes to somebody specifically in bed, just somebody that you just have a, you just, if you're very attracted to one another and you communicate very well and you both are into similar things and willing to explore, you know, together, I think that's perfect. That's all you want, you know, and I, one thing that I like in a girl is even when we're not hooking up, she, you know, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you, not sparks, but there's, there's no fucking word I can't think of cause I don't read. Um, but I like, you know, to intrigue and like, uh, you know, tickle parts of your brain. Like if I'm just in the middle of my day, it's 3 PM. And then all of a sudden I get a nude or just like a text. that's like, I can't wait to suck your dick tonight. You better believe a smile is coming across my face. You better believe it. That's better than any fucking thing you can tell me. Just middle of the day, hit me with something sexual that'll turn me on and get me excited to see you. Like, build hype. You know what I mean? Like, you got to treat your relationship like you're a rapper. Build hype. Before you do the sex, hype it up. You know? Be like, listen, I got a great track dropping at midnight. And uh, by track, I mean my panties. So let's do it. Like, you know? Hype it up. Throw some ad libs on there. Be like, can't wait to fuck you. And then in parentheses, be like, blowjob. You know, mix it up. That's the thing. Uh, specifically in bed, I don't know. I like nowadays. I'm not really fucking most people. Like uh, I kind of pump the brakes a little bit. You know, so I don't know. I I had uh, I had the last like great sexual partner I had. She was just really willing to go with the flow and communicated what she liked and we were both really easily able to make one another come and that was like that was great i talk a lot about sex jesus christ <laughs> like every sentence i say ends in somebody squirting it's usually me um let's see here's a, a great question j miss 13 are any guys looking for a serious relationship these days gee what did <laughs> I, this is such a heartbroken question. You can tell how much pain this question has gone through. Are any fucking guys looking for a relationship that is serious? Any of them? Yeah, I'm sure there are. You know, there's no way that every guy in the world, all fucking four billion of them, have decided, no, we're not, you know, let's just do it silly now. There's no way. Of course there is, you know? You. You can't force a relationship to happen. That's something that everybody has to learn. That's something that I had to learn. Because, like, everybody has their times of, like, man, I'm fucking lonely right now. I'd love to have somebody, you know, that would, you know, be around and be in bed and have to have somebody to come home to and look for. Everybody wants that. That's, you know, everybody wants to be loved and to have somebody to give love to. You can't force it. And you can't go into a mode of, like, are there, are there like, you can't sh walk into an office building and just shoot your gun off in the air and be like, is anybody in here? Looking for some consistent vagina, okay? Anyone? You know, you can't force it. You got to just live life. And if you, if you really want to do that, next time you're at a coffee shop and you see somebody you like, fucking say something. Say hello. The, oh, we all want these moments of, like, making love happen. And, and I feel them all the time. I'll see somebody on the train that's attractive and, like, I don't say anything because I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother this person. I don't want to just walk up and be that guy, you know? 
Yeah, is she looking at me? Did she hold up a sign that says, please come talk to me? Yes, but I don't know what she means by that. You know, I don't want to assume. So, you know, step outside of your comfort zone. Go to new places. Make an effort to meet people. Maybe you'll find somebody you like. Maybe you won't. There's no guarantees. But it's better to do that and be hopeful than to just fucking throw the chips in and be like, you know what? I don't know what the hell is going to happen. You know what I mean? So, yeah, there's definitely guys out there who want a serious relationship. And I don't think that... I think monogamy might be slowing down, but there's so many goddamn people that it doesn't even matter. You know, by the time we all decide that we're not going to get married anymore, it's going to be like 200 years. So you got plenty of time. Okay. Um, Here's another question from have mercy on Mia. It's a cool name. How do you deal with a person you want to casually date and they want a serious relationship? That's a fucking good question. I've been on the end of that many times where you just want to keep things casual. I've even I've dated women where up top I have said, listen, this is strictly going to be what it is. We have good sex together. Let's just keep doing that. I don't have the time for anything else. I really don't want you to catch emotions or catch feelings on this. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Let, let, let's just keep it right. You know, and um, women do this thing where they just go, yeah, OK, no problem. Like that. That's, I'm perfect with that. And then you make them come and that all goes out the window and they're looking they're going fucking ring shopping like people. I th- here, and I think men are probably like that, too. If you're a girl and you're in that position where you just want to casually fuck some dude and he actually wants to date you, nothing is going to change his mind on that. People want what they want. And no matter like essentially you just have to keep, uh, you know, keep that tone and you don't give off anything more than just that sexuality. And that's it. Don't confuse them and be like. Oh, but maybe we should go on uh, this date that's not a date together later. There's no need for that. Just keep it what it is. And uh, eventually, I think it always ends in the other person that wants a relationship saying, you know what? This isn't enough for me. I want more than this. It's either all or nothing. And then it always ends up being nothing. And don't force it. If you don't want to seriously see somebody that you have good sex with, like, don't force yourself to, you know. But, yeah, I've been in that position a few times of. Just knowing, you know what, this is good sex. This is all it's going to be. I don't want to be with you in a serious context. And, um, you know, and that always ends with like three months later, she wants to have a talk about how she wants more out of the relationship. And I'm not saying women do that. I'm just saying that's what the person in that position does for the most part. Because if you want something, just because somebody tells you you can't have it doesn't mean you're not going to still want it. You know, that goes for men and women. Um Here's a, here's a good one. M. Bebchuk. M. Bebchuk. I go on dates that turn into marathon talking sessions. How do I cut the session short with a realistic excuse? Um, that's a great question, you old Chinese man. That's a great question. Here, When I'm on a date, you know, three times a day, four times a day, whenever it is, the thing about I don't do small talk at all. I'm not I don't ask you what your fucking sign is. I don't care. I'm just let's talk about what what happened to you today and let's figure out as much as we can know about how one another's brain works and how we think in this next hour or two. If that goes great, let's extend this date. Maybe we'll grab wine. Maybe we'll go to the park, you know? But don't do don't do the small talk on dates. What's the fucking point? There's no point. I, I don't want to know anything. Like small about you I want to know what you are I want to figure out what you are as a person 
and see if I enjoy that. That's the, the goal of a date isn't how do I get this guy to like me or how do I get this girl to like me? The goal of a date is how can I be the truest version of myself, hope that they're the truest version of themselves and see if we have any compatibility. You know what I mean? Like walking into a date, it shouldn't be like, I want this to work. It should be, you should walk into dates and be like, all right, I'm the prize here. You know, I'm a great person. I'm fun. I'm worth something equal or better than, you know, to what I am. So let's see if this person matches up and do that by fucking getting in there. You know, ask him how big his dick is. First question, just fire it off. How big is it? What, what are we talking? Girth? See what he says. Throw him off. You know, do like if you, you should ask the questions that you really want to know about somebody on a date. You shouldn't fucking waste time with the like, oh, do you have siblings? Do you have a brother? Do you have a sister? <laughs> Is your mother still alive? Like nobody wants to have that goddamn talk, you know? I don't even talk about that with my closest fucking people. So, you know, just ask what you want to ask. Sometimes I'll just be like, when was the last relationship you were in? And just let, and I'll just listen, see what they say, you know? Sometimes I'll say 9-11 was an inside job. I don't think it was, but let's just see how they react. It's all fucking jazz. You know, let's just see what happens. So have fun. Ask the questions you want to ask. Don't fucking, you know, don't waste your own time dicking around these stupid questions. Like make it if you follow that, your dates will actually be memorable and worthwhile. And you're not going to have that problem of needing an excuse. You know, I've never needed an excuse to if I feel like there's nothing to talk about. I'm like, listen, this I don't think the, the chemistry is really here. You know, it's not happening. I walk into your train. I was very nice to meet you. Like, I got to go. I got to go do this thing. What else, you know, or you could always just the minute he starts boring you. This is a very good move. Just get up out of your seat and go home. You know, don't say goodbye. Don't say anything. Just leave. I, I, I've never, I can't say I've ever heard of anybody doing that, but try it out. I want to I want to hear back from somebody who's done that. I want to know how that goes. You know, I would definitely be surprised. That'd probably make if, if a girl did that to me in the middle of a conversation because of how boring it was, she just got up and left. I would probably rethink my uh, my small talk. You know, I'd hope. Um, here's another good question from uh, CC Smith. Ass or titties? Hmm. This is a tough one. CC, I got to tell you. I hope CC is not uh, in reference to your titsage. That'd be a little upfront. That's up front is a great pun for tits. Um, I'm definitely an ass man. hundred percent. I think any man is an ass man. Tits are for boys. I don't know. I don't know how that sentence sounds. <laughs> tits are for boys, Chav. No, um, I'm an ass. I love nothing in the world. Two things I love so much. Nothing makes me happier than a great set on stage and seeing a bent over ass. Oh my God. When you get to pull panties down on that, just knocked over a chair thinking about it, you know? So I'm definitely an ass guy, but I, I will say this. I was always a hardcore ass guy. I, I dated women who were completely flat, didn't give a fuck, couldn't care less, you know, as long as they had that, that big old booty. And um, then I dated a girl who had significantly larger tits, and it, it definitely made me appreciate them more. You know, I wasn't just like, you know what? I only care about ass now. Now I kind of want both. The ass is more important to me, but I kind of want a little bit of both, you know? So, you know, I feel, but that's just me being spoiled. So I think ass is definitely the man route. If, if you're a guy who 
is just obsessed with tits. Like you gotta do some thinking about your relationship with your mother because you probably got breastfed for too long, if you ask me. Um, as opposed to my mother, she only made me eat her ass, and uh, I hope she didn't hear that. <laughs> Let's see what else is in here. Some good questions today. Um, got the talking one. That one. Here's one from Nicole Bettencott, I think. Nicole Bettencott writes in. I should just read all these in an Asian accent, I think. That might be the way to go. But I'll, I'll read hers very smooth. Back, sliding into a relationship with an ex. Is it ever a good idea to try again? Or no? That's a tricky one. It depends on the ex. Um, I have... I think with the majority of my act, if you feel like you are going to think about getting back with an ex, I think there's one question you got to ask yourself, which is when we were together and it was bad, what made it bad? What were the things that made it bad? Have those things changed or are we going to end up on that again? If they didn't change and you're going to end up on that, Probably not the best idea to get back into it because you're just going to relive that fucking relationship over again. If uh, if those things did change and your issues when you were dating were like timing or, you know, the age when you guys dated, whether it was like the, you know, the millennium age or, you know, dark ages, whatever. So if those are the issues, then maybe talk about giving it a shot, you know. I mean, like, regardless, people are going to do what they want to do. Follow your fucking heart. Take a risk. Take a goddamn chance. Get heartbroken. That's what life's all about. It's about the ups and the downs. You got to go through negatives to appreciate any fucking positives. So, you know, I, with all my exes, probably every last one of them, except for one, I would not consider dating ever again. And the only one that I would consider dating again is because I feel like the issues that we had were not. Um, a, a result of who we were as people and our love for one another. The result was because of the timing and the period in our lives when we dated. So if it's and if, if you feel like you've grown from that and those things have changed, it's possible to look into it. But, you know, don't do it too early. Maybe the timing's still not right. Maybe you still got to give it two years while she figures out her career. Or you figure out, you know, what you're doing. Like th these things take time. And also people, I think the one of the most important things that I've kind of realized recently is that everybody approaches questions in life like should I do this or should I do that it's going to be a permanent decision when it comes to your relationships with people it's never like that you know it's never like should I date my ex right now or should I never date them it, because the thing the truth is even if you guys break up right that's not a guarantee that you're never going to speak again you might not speak again for three years and then three years later, you guys b both might end up reaching out to one another. It's not as permanent as you think it is. You know, give room for the unexpected things to happen in the future. Always leave that window open, you know. Um, there is a related question here, which is, uh, I guess I didn't write it down. Somebody was asking about how to get over long relationships. Um, I don't fucking know. I, I, I haven't been in long relationships. I mean, I've been through breakups that sucked, that really sucked. And you just got to throw on some Bonnie Vare and listen to some fucking sad music and be a walking poem. You know, there's a great scene out of uh, Louis where this doctor explains to him that he's an idiot because he's upset that he's heartbroken. And it's a beautiful scene where he explains to him, you're so lucky to be feeling what you're feeling right now. You're a walking poem. Like, enjoy the heartbreak of it. That's love. 
It's that nugget of love. Enjoy that. That's something I think about through any breakup that matters, you know. Um, it's going to be shitty, but it's also going to get better. And you were fine before that person. And one day you're going to be not only fine after, but you're going to be stronger after. And you're going to be smarter. And you're going to have learned a lot about you and who you are and what you like to date. And that's, you know, they say your life's work is to know yourself. Maybe that's the truth. I don't know. Still trying to figure it out. I'm going to call Tone. I'm asking what he thinks, you know. This will probably be the last question. I hope you guys have been enjoying this so far, man. These are, uh, these are fun to go through. Really hot questions this week. And uh, as you know, the podcast is now Mondays and Thursdays. Write to me in your DMs what you like hearing, what guests you like, who I should bring on, you know, whether you like the solo episodes, what you thought of the question, whatever. Fucking just talk to me. I'm very lonely. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, man. I, I appreciate you listening anyways. So, But here's the last question that I'll go over today from A. Charles with three S's. Why do guys always bring up sex? giving you unsolicited in information and then ask girls when was the last time they had sex and how many guys they've been with. I don't think any guy who asks you those questions is typically worth your time. I have a rule. I never ask women how many people they've been with. I don't think it fucking matters. I think it's irrelevant. Are you, are you clean? Tested? Are you a good person? Do I like hanging out with you? Then we got nothing else to talk about. You know, let's, Get married for a little while and then go our separate ways. That's how you do it. Okay, write this shit down. Um, any, I'm willing to bet that this girl's probably really young. You know, she's probably eight, nine. No, she's probably like 21. And uh, she's hanging out with fucking stupid college kids who are like these fucking, you know. We have to stop. The, the whales are hungry and we have to stop. And then after we feed the whales, we have to feed the women. And let's protest and make it our identities because we don't know who we are yet. It's probably one of those kids. And then once you're actually talking to him and having a beer, he's like, so how many, how many dicks have you sucked? Like, there's a lot of those fucking kids around these days. That's not a man. That's a fucking boy. All right. So if anybody's asking you, like, how many guys have you had sex? He, you know, he's a fucking idiot. He's got to grow out of that. You should explain to him why that's a stupid question to ask. I have no idea how many people I've had, I've had sex with. I have no clue. I have no idea how many women I've had sex with. And I have even less of an idea how many men I've had sex with. with that, well, that's zero. But, um, yeah. You know? It doesn't fucking matter. None of that shit matters. Uh, and if, but I, it, to me, that's just pure insecurity. It's that question and also asking when... I've asked girls before when was the last time you had sex because that can be a funny question. It can be fun when a girl's like, Jesus Christ. And you can also kind of gauge how sexual a person is off of that. If she's like, oh, it's only been like four months, you can be like, oh, this person you know, could survive a drought. This is somebody you want to have around in the apocalypse. But if she's like, oh, my God, I haven't had sex in fucking three weeks, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I think I can hear something vibrating in her bag. Let's make it happen. You know? It's, it's, you can kind of gauge where people are sexually, I think, a little bit that way. But um, as far as anything else, like just giving – when I was young, I used to just talk about sex to anybody who would fucking listen, which is like – I guess hasn't really changed much. But, uh, you know, fucking uh, – if a guy's just giving you unsolicited, like just always talking about sex, this, that – like either one, he probably wants to fuck you and he's really bad at going about it, or two, he's just an insecure kid, so – Either way, though, like, you know, decide what you got to do with them. It sounds like you're the smarter person in this situation. So figure out how to play your game and play your cards. Um, 
that pretty much does it for the questions this week. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode, man. This was very fun to do. I'm glad I can just come in here and hook up my laptop in the studio and just talk for fucking 30 minutes or however long this was and have something for you guys to listen to. I love, love, love having people message me and go like this made my Monday so much better or this cured my Sunday night, you know, the, the Sunday scaries as they call them. Um, that's, I love that. If anybody listens to this shit and they're like, oh, that made me fucking feel better today. I hope so. And you know, if you have any comments on the answers or your own experiences, write in, we'll talk about it on the next episode. And, uh, if you have, you know, more questions or advice, either DM me or you can email young daddy show at gmail.com young daddy show at gmail.com. I'll read them. We'll do them on the show. I fucking love emails. Somebody send me a goddamn email. Okay. I love getting an email from a person and not just some goddamn company. Doesn't your, doesn't your like heart just light up when you get a real email from somebody, you know, and it's like Kelly Elizabeth and you open it and she's like, fuck you. You're like, well, at least I came from a real person. You know what I mean? Not some fucking Grubhub asking me for the ninth time today if I want to order from Golden Palace. I don't want to order from Golden Palace anymore. They gave me horrible fucking diarrhea. All right? I'm not going to leave that in the review so everybody knows my business, Grubhub. Anyways, um, (laughs) make sure you go on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating on the podcast if you haven't already. And if you're listening to this and you're enjoying it, share this online on Instagram. It really helps us grow. The numbers are going up. And, uh, you know, help us promote the show, grow with us. I'm really loving this two a week thing. And, uh, other than that, I love you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a killer weekend and I'll see you guys on Monday. Cheers. dark darlings hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos we're a small crew here at something scary so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule so that's why i want to tell you about our sponsor monday.com monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere i really enjoy the visual ease of using monday.com It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.